It's time for To The Max Sports, where we talk about sports. They're just two guys, Max and Drew, in a bar talking all things sports. Well, without the bar. And the beer. Wait, why aren't we in the bar? Hello, 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 and welcome to To The Max Sports. You all know what time it is. It's time for To The Max Sports. It is time for for To The Max Sports. It is. I brought my friend here, One-Eyed Jack. Say hello to One-Eyed Jack, everybody. Is he a playing card? No. No, He's he's got... He's going to do... The lock of the week. Well, I keep winning on my lock of the weeks. Did it's well, just? I mean, but but the question I have: yeah, Did he lose his eye because he got a bet wrong and and crossed he, a bookie? He didn't pay a bet. Mm. And, uh, eye for eye, but you know he's back. He's uh, he's solvent now, and he, he's ready to give the lock of the week. Okay. So I told him, you know, you got to do this responsibly. Responsibly. Yep. Okay. I mean, I mean, how do you bet responsibly in a state where online spets, sports betting is illegal? Well, you just, uh, it's, it's cooler. It's, it's what I call cooler talk bet. It's like when you're at work and you're like, I'm going to take the Cowboys this week. And, uh, okay, I'll, uh, I'll bet you a, a lunch, you know, not, okay. not money. Fair enough. Lunch. Fair enough. Okay. Yeah. It's been an interesting week. Yeah, it has. I'm getting a little side buzzing still. I'm still getting the side buzzing, but we're just going to go forward. Okay. Um, so what I'm going to do, I'm going to tender this offer to anyone who's listening on the radio or watching. Everything we do here is, you know, we don't have an R&D department. We just talk off the cuff. And um, if I give you some information that you were not aware of during this podcast, hit that like and subscribe if you haven't. If you've already done that, then tell a friend to check us out. Fair enough? Okay. And if someone writes Bob a note and says, you didn't give me any information I don't already know, then I will send Bob over to your house to do some light housekeeping. Well, no, we, we, we tell everyone, if you like us, give us a comment. If you don't like us, in the immortal words of Roy Kent, fuck off. <laughs> so... Hey, so let's go over some stuff. Yeah, let's go. We're going to talk about foot. We got a busy pod. We're going to wrap it all up in 30 minutes. Oh, we're going to try. We're going to talk football. We're going to talk basketball, baseball, college rankings have come out. Let's start off with our football first, Bob. We both went two and two. Um, you went against me on my lock. Stick around, guys. I have an absolute another lock for you. I'm like 8-0 this year. Not on our primetime picks because we can't bet every football game we could take up an entire pod but i am going to give you my mortal lock this week and my i'm going to call it my my uh full nelson and then i've got a half nelson for you i also like this week so we're we're going we're going full in on wrestling metaphors we're going full in on wrestling metaphors hey bob busy week in football uh my bangles Looked very, very good against your, your bang- Niners. What's up with that? Your Bengals did. Uh, we have some issues on the defensive side of the ball. We didn't put enough pressure on Joey Burrow. That may Burrow. have been We'll talk about that. Yeah, no, Chase Young, who uh, looks like he has some problems with Washington, and Washington looks like they may have unloaded some stuff, so that was nice. And and quite frankly, I am a little troubled by Brock Purdy, and I think the problem with Brock Purdy is all of us. I don't think the problem with Brock Purdy is Brock Purdy. I think the problem with Brock Purdy is all of us. We have elevated him to Hall of Fame status. We have said he is an elite quarterback. We have said he is great, and he has let it go to his head, and he is making bad decisions. Well, who's we? 
everyone outside of the 49ers. I, I never said that because I've said it time and time again. Shanahan develops a system where you can insert quarterback, and I've always said they don't ask Brock to win games, just don't lose him. Now, I don't think he's the entire reason that they're playing uh, lost last three games. I watched him. There's still some good things about this kid. He still, he still will get you 40, 50 yards on the ground if he needs to. He still has nice passes upfield. But he's making uh, he bad made two, passing But decisions. there was a fumble. That wasn't his fault. He was a blindside hit. That, Anybody would that, have fumbled that. that. Interception in the red zone was his fault. That, well, that... He was, that for, was, kind he was of forcing. A, he was forcing the ball. That was kind of a weird, ugly play. Yes, he should have thrown it away. But I can almost give him a break on that. What I can is the triple coverage interception. Mm-hmm. You know, but at the end of the day, you know, I I think you guys are going to be okay. I think that uh, getting Chase Young is huge. I mean, and we're going to talk about that yeah. too because. Brock, Brock, if you're subscribed to the show, stop listening to all of us. Stop listening to every pundit that says you're the second coming of Tom Brady. Just be you. You were great when you were just being you. Just be you. And the 49ers will be fine. Yes, I totally agree. And and, and we're going we're gonna to get Debo back. We're going to get Trent Williams healthy. Christian McCaffrey will get two weeks of rest. I, and then we get Chase Young. No, I, I, I think the rest of the season is going to be good. Well, and well, on well, that think, note. Okay. I am going to add a pick every week from here on out. I'm going to pick the 49ers every week as part of my picks. Okay, well, if people want to just go on a homer bet. That's, but I don't do homer bets. That's, that's I will bet I'm against doing. my Bengals if I have to. Nope, but I have got a mortal lock this week. Who's your mortal lock? I'll tell you in a little bit. Yeah, okay. We call that a radio tease. Yeah, right? is that is is that what it is? Um now, on the flip side, my Bengals, everyone knows I'm a diehard Bengals fan. Let's not overreact, kids. I mean, Burroughs is back, okay? I saw some things from Burroughs I haven't seen. Obviously, the week uh, off the bye really helped him. The difference was he was tucking and running. I held my breath every time. But he was tucking and running the ball. He wasn't collapsing in the pocket. And when the pocket collapsed around him, he took off and got 10 or 12 yards. Now I have all these pundits on TV. The The Bengals are Super Bowl bound. They're, you know, they're this team, they're that. Okay, let's slow the roll, kids. First of all, the Bengals may not even win the division. Right now, I, I got to hope they get in the wild card. And a lot of good things have to happen for them just to be a wild card team. Okay? Okay. Uh, they are 4-3. and three. Second of all, they didn't address some glaring needs, particularly the one that disturbed me the most was during the trade deadline, not getting a NFL-ready tight end. Uh, Their tight end, uh, what they got now in Irv Smith, they ain't going to cut it, man. This guy's fumbled. He's dropping passes. He's got like 100 yards receiving for the year. And there were plenty of players. All we need in a tight end, all most NFL teams needing a tight end. They're not going to find a Kelsey mm-hmm. every time. But give me a guy that could give, will give you 35 catches a year, 35 to 40, okay? Give you 500 yards receiving and not turn the ball over. Mm-hmm. That's what most NFL teams want from a tight end. Yeah. And we had the opportunity to pick up a few that were available out there or make some phone calls and it didn't happen. So while teams like San Francisco are addressing needs, what teams like Buffalo are addressing needs at the trade deadline. 
my Bengals stand pat. And, you know, it's just, man, you got to go out there, and if you're serious about contending, identify a glaring weakness and take care of it. And the Bengals didn't do that. Yeah. I, I, I'm really of the contention that if a lot of things don't fall in place, they may not even make the playoffs as a wild card. What's an interesting stat is this year they are 4-0 against the NFC, 0-3 against the AFC. And at some point, wild card time, that, that could come back to bite them in the ass. I am reminded of someone saying something months ago about the toughest team in the NFL, or the toughest division in the NFL being the AFC North. I'm trying to remember who that gentleman was. Oh, that's right. It was me. That was you. But I I still think the uh, the division, well, I think we decided to disagree and we went with who would have the most total wins in each division mm-hmm. at the mm-hmm. end of the year. So we'll see where we the, stand on that. The Ravens so. are looking good. The, the Dolphins are on the road in uh, Germany playing the Chiefs. That may be one of my half Nelson picks. Stick around, That's going to be a neat one. That's going to be a neat one. So, okay. It's a good way to start Sunday morning. Yeah, absolutely. So, so the, the Buffalo addressed one of their needs. They got a defensive back who's a great player. Was with Green Bay. He wanted out. Obviously, they're not going anywhere. Uh, the Raiders may have supplanted the uh, Chicago Bears with the most dysfunctional front office team in, in football right now. Well, They finally got the McDaniels experiment. Am I saying it right, Josh McDaniels? Yep. Um, again, he's another failed bit. Fired again after the second season. If if you are a GM or an owner in the NFL and you decide to hire anyone who's been a, an assistant under Bill Belichick, perhaps go and get your brain checked. It doesn't seem to work out, although I think that their replacement guy, uh, their interim guy. The linebackers coach, Price. Was Prince, a yeah. interim, was a uh, coach under Belichick. Well, we're going to see how that works out then. Yeah, they had that, that guy last year, you know, who brought him, put him, Put him in the playoffs. Oh, yeah. No, it was you know, two years ago. Yeah. You know, and, and, after, and after the Gruden stuff, yeah. he took over and yeah, really and turned and that team well, around. But they, obviously, they didn't like that. So, yeah. He's anyway. saying with his daddy, you know, some, 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 some guys just can't get away from dad. And the Davis run organization seems to be in permanent chaotic mode. Yeah. It obviously looks now like with the Washington Commanders. Ron Revere's not going to be around at the end of the year unless something unbelievable happens. Uh, it looks like they made a decision to move on, blow up the team, and take it from there. I don't know. I mean, I mean, Howell seems to be a serviceable quarterback. They're they're outperforming my expectations of them, and 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 the new owner has said very frankly, you know, I'm going to let stuff stand and see what happens at at the end of the year, and then make decisions. Which is which, well, to all his credit. He is doing what every new owner of any organization should. Well, I, I think he's going to ride with Revere, but obviously, would, can we both agree that the strongest asset of the Washington Redskins was their defense? Mm-hmm. And you take away their two best players, Sweat and uh, Chase Young, and, well, and move them? There's, there's some question about Chase Young being in, in the Washington organization being an undisciplined player. That's that. That's kind of the reports coming out that he was undisciplined. That they moved on from him because it, he maybe didn't fit the locker room. Okay, well maybe he'll fit right in with the Raiders, <laughs> where most dysfunctional players seem to land at some point. Uh, you know, the Raiders at the end of the day they've they've got the pieces. You've got a quarterback, Garoppolo, for the most part, a, a, 
a savvy, you know, win ready quarterback when he can stay on the mm-hmm. field. You got Devontae Adams. You got Josh Jacobs. Oh, you got you've got pieces for this team to be capable. Do you have Devontae Adams or is he just there? Well, at this point, well, I'm just saying you have him. Mm. So now the part the the part is winning him over and and hopefully this new coach will do what that kid uh from the Titans did. Um the college kid who who sat in the uh draft board room sweating bullets. Who are you talking about? Oh, the kid. Will, 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 Will Levis. Oh, Levis. Threw four touchdowns. Yeah. So hopefully he'll do what uh, Levis did and said, you know what? I'm going to throw the ball to DeAndre Hopkins. I got a, yeah. I got a future Hall of Famer here, and I'm going to get him the ball. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Okay, let's let's get off the NFL a little bit. Well, can we? There's still a lot to talk about. Okay. Okay. I mean, this is a busy end of injuries. Our boy Kirk Cousins. That was kind of sad. Yeah, I mean, I, that's a bummer I don't, I don't wish bad injuries on, on players, even, even when I've called into question their competitive relevance. I've never called into question his competitive relevance. And if you look at his stats, he's leading the NFL in some categories. I mean, <sighs> the guy's putting up prolific numbers. It's kind of sad. It was his contract year. What I question is his late game time decisions and the mistakes he made when the games were on the line. I don't question his late game time decisions. I've just accepted the fact that he's going to break fans' hearts in the fourth quarter, and mm. and and all that to and, and all that to say, Mister Cousins, please speedy recovery. I hope you and your family are doing great, and you're doing okay, and you're getting the medical attention you deserve. However, you're going to break a fan's heart when you come back. <laughs> As as opposed to Aaron Rodgers, who looks like he's ready to come back next week. Yeah. What do you want to, since, I mean, we are on football. I hate to bounce around. Do we want to give our picks for primetime? Yeah, let's go. I'll get through my middle box. Then stick around. We're going to talk about the college rankings that came out. And I got some, I got a beef with it. Do you Uh, really? I do. And my Buckeyes are number one, and I still have a beef. Do you Maybe it's because they're number one. Got some baseball news. Looks like the Rangers. We'll talk about that and stick around for some basketball. Okay, so stuff. Okay, so what are we going to talk about? So games. We got games up on the screen. Thursday night, Pittsburgh favored by two and a half, hosting the Titans. You can't see this, can you? Yeah, you can take it down. Okay, that's fine. Uh, Titans. Where are they playing on the road? They're playing in Pittsburgh. You know, I think the Titans' defense will force. Uh, doesn't look like uh, Pickett's going to play. Man, Levis came out really strong. He's got D Hop. What's the line? Two and a half. Pittsburgh by two and a half. You know what? I'm going to go out there and I'm going to say that uh, I, I don't like rookies on the road, but give me Titans. I'm going to roll with Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin doing Mike Tomlin things. He there is absolutely no reason why this. For this Steelers team is four and three. No reason whatsoever, except maybe Mike Tomlin. I'm going to roll with Mike Tomlin. Give me, okay. give me the Steelers. I'm going to dump the points. Right. Okay. Next game. Do do we want to pick the Germany game? Uh, actually, yeah, because that's that's one of my half Nelson picks. Okay, so we have Dolphins, quote unquote, on the road against the Chiefs. Chiefs are only favored by two and a half after a bad loss for the Chiefs. 
Chiefs didn't look good. Now, some of that may be due to Mahomes being, you know, stricken with the flu, but they did not look good against what is arguably not a very good team. So what do you want to do with this game? You tell me, Bob, who do you like? It's a small number, but I am a I am a full full dues paying member of two and on. So give me the Dolphins, and I'll take the two and a half. Okay, this is not my full Nelson. This is my half Nelson lock, um, but not my not my not my mortal lock, kids. Just remember that. Yeah, uh, I like Miami. I like the fact they played at home. They have uh, one less, two less time zones to travel through. Um, I like the fact, uh, what I don't like about Miami is they're beating up on bad teams, but against good teams, they're not doing well this mm-hmm. year. That's concerning to me. I think being getting that win at home, having a, a probably an extra nights of good night's sleep, on the travel lag, uh, yeah, I'll take Miami. Okay, there we and go. And that is my half Nelson. That's your half Nelson. Half lock of the week. I like Miami to cover two and a half, as does Bob. Here's here's what I don't understand. We have the Cowboys, and the Cowboys-Eagles is not the primetime game, and this is what I don't understand. You have the Cowboys and Eagles playing, and they're both doing really, really well this season, and NBC didn't flex into that game for the ratings. Yeah, it's a little surprising. Who is the Sunday night game? The Buffalo Bills on the road at the Cincinnati Bengals. Bengals are favored by a mere two and a half, which again surprises me because the Bills, when the Bills play to their potential, are a really good football team. But it's like, which Bills team is going to show up and leave the locker room for me? Yeah. I hate to say it because it always feels like every week it's a must win for the Bengals. You know, and Buffalo went out and addressed some defensive bag needs. At home, no snow. Oh, man. I hate to do this, Cincy, but... Because I never bet a team I'm emotionally attached to, but since it is a primetime game, I love Lou Louie and Arumo. Cincinnati-led defense. He'll probably get a head coaching job next year. But having said that, uh, begrudgingly, I'll go ahead and take Buffalo in this one. Yeah, I'm going to have to go Buffalo in this one. I, I, I think I think they're on a little bit of a roll. That division is going to run away between them and the Dolphins, and so they need to keep pace. Yeah, and so, it, put, it puts the Bengals in seriously compromised position yeah. of making the playoffs. Yeah, it's a hard one. And then we move to the Monday night, a game which I, you know, wish we could flex out of and, like, watch a old Disney movie. <laughs> uh, I guess you still of, can. Instead of this. Uh, the Chargers on the road going west to east to the Jets. To the Jets, who won an extremely ugly game against the Giants. That was not football. That was something else. Just because the Jets continue to have zero offensive productivity, and I said the defense will win you a lot of games this year for the Jets, but at the end of the day, they can't win every single game. How many points are the Chargers getting? 
Chargers are only giving three. Now, the Jets are at home, so that's a little bit of it, but the Chargers are giving three. Give me Charger. <sighs> there is absolutely no no reason whatsoever I should choose the Jets. True, but you are. But I think I'm going to pick the Jets. Good, give me a little separation. I do I, I don't the, the Jets just do weird jet things. So either either this game is close and they and, and they screw it up at the end, which the points will help, or they get blown out. They, they very well get blown out. Okay, what's up with one eye jack? Does he agree with he, me? He's he's laughing at you. Okay, he can laugh at me all he wants. See his mouth, he's like, what? He can laugh at me all he wants. So, me and when I Jack talked about it, my mortal lock, my mortal lock of the week is, you still got it? Okay. All right, we're all in. He still likes it too. Give me Tampa Bay plus two and a half on the road against Houston. Oh, my God. You know what I'm looking forward That's what to? Jack said. Yeah, I mean, you know what I'm looking forward to in that first in, in that first slate of games watching Red Zone on Sunday? You totally ignored my lock of the week. No. Focus. No, I know, I know. What, what I'm I'm getting to it. What I'm what I'm gonna totally enjoy watching Red Zone is not seeing this game on the oh, red zone. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's not a game that uh, you know, I'm uh, must view television, but you know, Tampa's got no running game, but I think they have enough to, yeah, I like the two and a half. Tampa seems like the kind of team that can make some kind of a weird run, you know, and sneak in as a wild card. Maybe even in that division, maybe even freaking win it. I mean, you know, that's wide open. You got the Falcons, you got New Orleans, you got Tampa Bay. I it's mean, the NFC South. Yeah. The, the South Division suck. Yeah, I wish the Bengals were in the South Division. Yeah, there we go. Okay. Okay, so that's our football. That's your mortal lock of the week. Do with it what you want. Baseball. Well, we, we called it. We said Rangers five, are five games. Yeah. I, mean, I, said gentle, I, I said gentleman's sweep, which isn't really a gentleman's sweep when you dump the first game, but I was worried about the Rangers last night. I mean, I... I saw Scherzer go out. I saw Garcia go out. I saw them burn their game four starter. I was worried for game four for the Rangers. And they just, the kid that replaced Garcia just went off. Yeah. Two five-run innings in a row. Yeah. With two outs. And then Corey Bob Seager. I mean, this guy's a shortstop. This ain't your daddy's shortstop, man. I grew up in the 60s and 70s, and... Your shortstop usually weighed about a buck fifty and couldn't hit his way out of a wet paper bag. And well, yeah, just and they they lived up to it. they lived up to the position's title. They were generally short. Yeah, <laughs> man, I'm telling you, it's it's crazy. And that and that double play he had in game three, going to his left and shoveling it backwards. Yeah, my God, that ended that inning. That was God is very talented. I think they bring in Nathan Eovaldi, who I've always loved. Remember watching him at Tampa Bay. I think he spent some time in New York. Good veteran pitcher. They probably close it out tonight. I don't know. It it's it's gonna be an interesting game. Um Diamondbacks are gonna have to do a lot. 
So they may burn themselves out winning this game. That Diamondback game, that's a classic example of a manager overmanaging and and, and just, you know, he pulls the starting pitcher after two innings. It's just uh, going into your bullpen that deep. Well, it just, I mean, the it, shit they do just doesn't make any I sense mean, it, to me. It, it, it was going to be a bullpen game for them anyway. I mean, it, it was going to be a bullpen game. I know, but two innings, I mean, come yeah. on. I mean, that that was the thing for them. It was, okay, I'm, I'm going to give one pitcher through the rotation, then the next pitcher through the rotation, and a different pitcher for every rotation. The problem is, is when you give up five runs, you go through a rotation in an inning. That's like rotating uh, college quarterbacks, man. Uh, it's it just never seems to work. Yeah. So yeah, give me the yeah. I'll. I don't know if the Rangers are going to win it tonight or close it out in Game Six, but it would be. I'd like to be right, so hopefully they close it out tonight. Yeah, I believe they will. Hey, Bob, did you watch uh, our Spurs? I I actually did watch some of that game. My wow. God. My God, that that one, there were so many things, so many highlights for, for Victor from last night. It was almost he was a top 10 on SportsCenter all by himself. Yeah, it's crazy. That block where he was flat-footed and he just reached out with his arm and go, boop. Then he had the play where he went in for the slam, switched hands, and went in with oh his my left hand. God, he broke Kevin Durant's ankles. Yeah, it's I mean, this guy's he, he's going to be special. Can you imagine when he adds about 25 pounds of muscle? Oh. I mean, he, he's doing some freakish, outlandish things. What I liked about the Spurs, though, is they were down 20 at one point on the road against a team who many have picked to, to win the, mm-hmm. the title mm-hmm. this year. You know, they hung in there. They stayed with the program, and it's just a cool win, man. And they're a fun team to watch, fun young team. Yeah, there's, I mean, it's good. They're good. It's a good group. This is not this is not the roster that we're going to have no. going forward after this year, as as we start to make a title run. But it's a it's a good squad to work out. Yeah. What's the best position for Victor to be in? Yeah, and, and you can see where where we're missing Pirtle because Zach Collins he he's getting used and abused like like he just walked into the walls of a prison. Man, I mean, a lot of guys like him, but he's just. He's getting played, man, and, and beat up and used. And I, yeah. I'm not a Zach, I'm not a fan. Okay, but we got to address some kind of a center need. I don't like the Jeremy Socon uh, point guard experiment. Give me a little more Trey Jones out there. But you know, for people who are not San Antonio followers, this is probably not interesting. Yeah, but, I mean, I. <sighs> but you're gonna watch them this year because they have them on a lot. Of primetime Eight, venues. 18. 18 out 18. of their 82 are in primetime. And and I think Popovich is generally, it, it feels like this is, you talk about experiment, the Sohan experiment yeah. at point guard. I think a lot of what's, what's going to happen this season is experimenting yeah. and just kind of throwing shit out there and seeing what sticks to the wall. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think Pop this year is worried about W's and L's as much as, hey, let me see what I got to build this team around, you know, what, what do I got to do to, to make this team better? He's got two key pieces, obviously mm-hmm. Vassell and, uh, and, uh, Wimbenyama. Those, those are your center. If Vassell's doing, I mean, that, that kid is, he's just yeah. a great ball. Player. He's yeah. a ball. He's, he's what we call a ball. Going, going before that game, I looked it up, uh, over under for wins for the Spurs was 27 and a half. They'll beat that, and I and I do think they're going to beat that. I don't think they're going to beat it by that much. I think they're a low thirties 
team when it's all said yeah, and done. I think I actually had them at 35 to 40. And that's a little optimistic. How many wins they got this year so far? Two. Two out of what? Three. Yeah. I mean, hey, let's, let's do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and that's against everybody staying healthy. Yeah. But they're a fun team to watch. Yeah. Uh, if you haven't seen this kid, third game in the season, I've already seen things each game watching him that I haven't seen in the NBA before. And and news and news around town is this is a really good man, a good yeah, human good being. Yeah. It, he is this is the best organization for him to be in. Yeah, I mean just the luck of us falling in and getting this kid. I mean, it's just amazing. So, okay. Uh I I I think you probably have a topic that you want to talk about as as we turn to maybe college football and and kind of beat me over the head with it. Do you? Do you? What, what, what would I beat you over the head with? I don't know. The FBI investigation at Michigan. The <laughs> Well, I mean, we can talk about that, but actually I was going to talk about the rankings. Do you have the new rankings that came out? I, I, I don't have them, but I know them. You know them? Yeah. It's, I mean, Ohio State's on top, so good for you. No. Uh, I don't like that. Okay. Uh, One, you can't go anywhere else up but no. down from the top, and they are not a top. They're not the number one team in well, college football. They, uh, I, I don't mean, trust this quarterback. I, mean, I, I just for, don't trust. Him. For the committee, you have two quality wins. You have two quality wins, and you've had the hardest strength to find a quality win against two ranked opponents. Let us beat an SEC team, and then I'll call that a quality win. Let us beat Missouri. Okay, let well, us beat Mississippi State. Okay, let us beat Michigan. Yeah, let us beat Michigan. You're you're going to have to go through Michigan, and Michigan's going to have to go through you. Yeah. I mean, Georgia hasn't had a quality win. I mean, they've won. Michigan's rolling over, you know, schools like St. Mary's School for the Deaf and Dumb. Yeah, I, I still will say that the SEC top to bottom is a better conference each weekend and now playing those teams if you're in that conference in the Big Ten. Yeah. I'm just saying, I, you know, I'm keeping it real. And then, so so you have Ohio State, Georgia, Michigan, Florida State. I don't necessarily disagree with the top four. I disagree with the rankings. I would still go, just because of based on what they did last year, and they haven't lost this year, Georgia's number one. Would you agree with that? Mm. Michigan's number two. Ohio State's three, and Florida State. It's four. Okay, you're just parroting the AP top 25. I, I didn't know that. I'm just parroting what is trying to keep it real. Yeah, and then, you know, Washington, Washington, Oregon. So the Pac-12 has something still in there. Yeah. Texas is lurking out there at seven. You know who's making a, a, a late move, which I've always said, lose early if you're going to lose. What's Alabama at now? Eight. It's snuck down to eight. Win the SEC title. Uh, you know, we were counting them out. A month ago, everyone was everyone was saying that Nick Saban was done. But when you lose, lose early. I mean, this Michigan Ohio State game is is looming ever so large now, and that's a great game. That's the Thanksgiving weekend game, man. Yeah, and I, love you it. Know, I mean, it's what's interesting is here you have two teams from the Pac-12, you have two teams from the Big Ten, and you have three teams from the SEC in the top ten. Yeah. It's kind of like, okay, uh, other than the Pac-12, who I, I think is going to show up to be a, a, a shell of themselves. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah, it's a Status good balance. Quo. Status good balance. quo. Good balance. Um, you know, the rumor, has, well, since you want to talk about Michigan, 
Yeah, they got they got some issues. This is probably Harbaugh's last year. <laughs> you see, have you seen the video of the was it the Central Michigan game where they're purporting that Stallions was disguised on the sidelines wearing wearing actual credentials at a night game wearing sunglasses and they think it was Staniels. I mean, this is still the best porn name, Connor Stallions. This is what a what a great porn name. This is getting to like JFK gunman on the grassy knoll territory. But it's just like with Houston, the Astros scandal, the Brady uh, Deflate Gate scandal. This kind of stuff's just not necessary. And at the end of the day, it's it's going to turn into uh, kind of the parrot Watergate. Uh, what did Harbaugh know, and when did he know it? Now he may have he may have done the Iran Contra thing, where Reagan was kind of like, "Hey, do what you got to do." I just don't want to know about it. Yeah, plausible deniability. So there may be some plausible deniability, but at the end of the day, you know, it's going to fall down on your head coach. I think, you know, rumor has it, why not the Raiders for Harbaugh? This, you know, Al Davis likes offensive mind. I'm not Al Davis. Mark Davis likes offensive-minded coaches. You know, another guy who's trying to, there's resurrect whatever's going to be left of this. Yeah. There's, there's no way that this investigation is done before the end of the season. Uh, the NCA changed its rules with regards to head coaches and what they can be held responsible for. They actually have to have knowledge. It's no longer a captain goes down with his ship, no matter what happened. Yeah. Um, so it'll be interesting as to what did he know and when did he know it? Um, and, and, and I think you're right. And that's, that's the one thing that impresses me. It's like, you're scouting at a Central Michigan football game? Yeah, that's kind of grassy and old stuff. Now, I know that he was scouting any teams they would potentially play in a college playoff and, of course, any of the Big Ten teams that, that were relevant that they were going up against. But, you know, hey, I, I mean, if you're sending me off to, to watch games for free and and kind of be the, uh, you know, the undercover under you know, undercover brother, then, you know, okay, I'll, I'll go. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's the whole thing of trying to steal signs and, and all that other stuff that, that troubles me, not the going to the games. I mean, my God, I was actually surprised that some of that's actually I, illegal. Well, everyone goes to games. Yeah. I, no, how can it not be? Uh, sorry, no, no, everyone's got a scout in the stands. I yeah. mean, that's, that's, it's when you start recording and recording it. Or, and, or and stealing. St- stealing credentials, falsifying credentials. If that really was the, you know, soon to be a porn star, Connor Stallions, on the sidelines of that game with stolen or ill-gotten credentials, that's that's actually bad. Yeah, that's, that's really bad. Yeah, that's not good. I will say, you go back to that Ohio State game last year against Michigan, I will say it looked like they knew everything we were doing on offense. Because they beat us like a drum and red, you know, now there's going to be the, you know, how long has this been going on? But I, I, I read something about where some of the teams knew about it and were actually doing some reverse ops and putting out fake signs to, but who knows? We'll see. We'll see. We'll see where it goes, Bob. Anything else before we wrap up the show? No, I think we're pretty good, man. All right, guys. Well, thanks for tuning in. If you listen to the entire podcast, Please hit that like and subscribe button. Again, Bob will come over and do some light housekeeping, leave a note. If I didn't tell you anything 
uh, knew, but I think I did. I don't oh. think a lot of people knew the Bengals were four and zero against the NFC and zero and three against the NFC, but soon to be zero and four. I and, think, unfortunately. And, and I didn't know that I hated everyone for putting too much expectations on Brock Purdy. Don't be too hard on yourself, Bob. I didn't. He's okay. a good kid. The 49ers will be okay. Sounds good, man. Until next week. OH. Peace out.